Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. Linda Catalina, she's uh, the host of Mostly Peaceful Latinas podcast and does a million other things as well. Linda, how are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you, and thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure being on your show, and I really appreciate the invite again. No, anytime. You know, I, I follow all your stuff online. The yeah. stuff that you do on Instagram, it cracks me up because one day you're like skateboarding or, or you're, you're roller skating down the sidewalk. The next day you're asking people about Trump or DeSantis. You don't mm-hmm. mind calling people out who used to be Trump, you know, only Trump, let's go Trump, make America great again, who suddenly have jumped ship and they're now DeSantis. I mean, where, do you get the, where do you get the guts? Is it because you came here from somewhere else and you appreciate so much that we can mix it up politically? Because, I mean, the stuff that I watch, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I can't stop watching it. But I'm like, damn, she really went there. Where do you get that? So for me, I'm just like a naturally funny person, I right. think. Um, and I kind of gained a following at first back in 2018 by trolling the left, you know, memeing like their insanity. Right. Um, and I basically have converted that into the never Trumpers anti-Trump to Sims, which is what I, we like to call them. Right. Um, and I just, I just do whatever I want to do, like whatever comes out of my little brain, you know? And, I haven't posted any rollerblading videos lately because it's been raining in Miami. And every time I try to go rollerblade, I get to the beach and it starts raining. And I'm like, damn, I got to, like, I can't work out outside. Right. But, you know, it's interesting because through Trump's presidency from 2016 through 2020, none of these people were complaining about anything that he was doing. I mean, there was, I remember during like the first step back, the the criminal justice reform, you have people like Tommy Lauren who were outspoken and they disagree with president Trump. And that's okay. Like you're not going to 100% agree with everything that a president or your Senator or your state rep does. Totally. Right. Yeah. But they have tried to erase Trump's uh, legacy, Trump's presidency. They've lied so much. They've manipulated data. They've manipulated the platform. So that is just very aggravating for me. Especially because I come from the Democrat side. I come from, I walked away from the Democratic Party because they were liars and they were insane. And I come to the middle, to Trump, because he really was the moderate moderate candidate. He was. Only to find that the people that I was supporting until November 2022, which were DeSantis people, are now lying against the person that pulled me out of the Democratic Party. So it reminds me of why I dislike conservatives and Republicans to begin with. And this is something that long-term, long-time Republicans don't put into perspective. Trump brought in 10 million more people by 2020. 10 million more people voted for Donald Trump in 2020 than in 2016. Right. And this is with having no media support. The entire deep state, both parties, the unit party against them, world leaders against them. And you bring 10 million more people to the party. That's that's like insane. I it mean, is. even Barack Obama, the second his second term didn't get as many people as Trump did. Right. And, you know, you had a, a great uh, Latinos doing better with Trump. You had the LGBT as well. <clears throat> yeah, I think 45 percent of uh, gay men voter for Trump. Um, you had obviously a small percentage increase with the African American community. You had Asians voting for Trump. I mean, it was a big tent party because his economic agenda and his agenda overall worked for everybody in this country. Um, and so to me, it's just like, okay, I get it. You guys want to move on from Trump. Like, you're entitled to one whoever to run. It could be DeSantis, it could be Marco Rubio, it can be Christine OM. But the problem comes when you, when you lie. 
When you tell me that the wall is not built, when you say Trump did not build the wall, and I say, I have physically, me, in California, I have physically seen the wall myself. Yeah. My friends who report at the border, like George Ventura, uh, Anthony Cavasa, Natalie Delise, have traveled to the border. And, and it's a structure. You can't lie about a physical structure. So then their response is, well, he did build 450 miles of the wall, but he didn't finish the wall. Do you see the plain words? Do you yeah. see the propaganda and the manipulation of data and, and factual information? Right. So then just say Trump didn't finish the wall because he was supposed to do it in his second term because construction for the border wall didn't actually start until like 2018. Right. Right. After like 11 different lawsuits from all these states, after opposition, after Congress didn't want to give him the money, after he had to use his 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 president powers, his executive powers to get money through the army and then be able to build a wall. Well, I want to stop you there because it goes even farther than that. I, it's Linda right. Catalina. Go, go and uh, follow her. Wake up with Linda on uh, on Instagram. Amazing feed. What she does is amazing uh, on this feed because she'll crack you up. She'll make you mad. Then she'll cook a, me- a meal. I mean, it's just it's it's all of that and then some. My yeah. family and I just recently went from Texas to Arizona on I ten, and you can okay. see that you can physically see the wall from I ten okay. through, through El Paso. It's obviously there. Um, right. But but you're right. He sat down with Schumer. He sat down with Pelosi. He offered uh-huh. them three times DACA. They wanted six hundred thousand DACA. He offered them three times. He still said no, right. and he figured out how to build as much that he possibly could without any support from them. But let me go back to something that you mentioned earlier. I've interviewed Trump twelve times now. The one thing that comes out with me when I talk to Donald. Trump is that loyalty is number one. Why do you think these people are so disloyal to him? Let's start with DeSantis. He literally got DeSantis elected in 18. Without without Trump's help, DeSantis doesn't win. He loses badly uh, to, to this this Andrew guy who is, it turned out to be a real idiot. So wh- why why doesn't DeSantis wait till 28? Why do it now, do you know? So to me, it's like, obviously, I don't know this for sure. But my perspective is that he was tapped, right? Um, I by whom? Probably by Paul Ryan, by the Republican establishment. I thought you were going to say Paul Ryan. Go ahead. Right. Who has been trying to get rid of Trump, probably by Mitch McConnell himself, probably by the guy in Georgia who hates Trump. Um, there's so many Republicans who hate Trump, right? Voters and people in the establishment as well. So I think that they saw an opportunity of, wow, this guy is so well-liked within Trump's base. He has a lot of the same policies. He has the support of like influencers online. Um, obviously, he became the star during COVID. Before that, nobody really cared about the governor. I mean, I, I, I'll i tell you something, Joe. Yeah. The first time I met DeSantis, or the, not met, the first time I saw DeSantis was because I traveled from Miami to Stereo, Florida, which is two and a half hours away from here, I think on the West Coast, to see Trump in Halloween 2018 for his rally. And that rally was done by Trump for DeSantis. That is where he told us, and I actually have a selfie with Donald Trump and and Governor DeSantis behind me and his wife. Um, And that's when he told us, you're going to vote for this guy. And we said, okay, so... You can't tell somebody like me that it wasn't him who gave us DeSantis. Because before that, I had no idea who this man was. Right. In, at all. Um, and I wasn't going to vote for Gillum. I was obviously going to vote for the Republican you know, incumbent. Right. Um, but it was an introduction into the MAGA world. I mean, this, is a, this was a, a massive rally. It was actually my first rally. I had never seen anything like that. I was like, 
am I at a rock concert? Like, did I <laughs> at Nirvana or like the Rolling Stones? Like, right. it was bizarre. Um, so I think with DeSantis, it's not so much that he was like, I want to be president and like, this is my thing. I think it was like, this is the right opportunity for us to take MAGA or at least the base away from Trump um, and blame the midterm elections on him, which is insane because that man was not on the ba- ballot. Right. And we know that. Um, blame everything on him, you know, put, position him as a more moderate candidate. And DeSantis is more of like the woke culture. I'm fighting drag queens. I'm fighting the transgenders. I'm fighting gay people. I'm fighting this. I'm fighting that. Yeah. And um, I think he does have support. I think he's well liked. So we step out of Twitter. If we step out of social media and I ask some of my friends who are both Trump voters and the Santos voters, they don't know anything about the drama. They're just simply voters. Maybe they'll catch up to something on, on Instagram or TikTok or, or Facebook, but they don't know the drama. Uh, most of them are going to tell you that they like the governor. They're like, we like the governor, but I'm Trump first yeah. because I already saw what Trump did. No one else can say that. You understand? The Santos can sit here and say, well, I opened up Florida. I did this. I did that. I'm fighting, you know, for, for school choice. I'm fighting against the transgender ideology. But nobody knows what it's like to live under a DeSantis presidency. You and I know what it's like to live under a Trump presidency yes. with secure borders, with great foreign policy where our enemies were tamed. There was no war, war in Ukraine, Russia. Um, there was no nuclear uh, threats coming from North Korea. There was no potential war with China. Right. But we know what it's like. Our, our economy is thriving. We were we were uh, uh, um, uh, getting gas from our own uh, from Texas and yeah. Arizona and Nevada. So we know what it's like. Why would we not want that person to come back over age? I mean, oh, Trump is old. So so what? Trump doesn't act old. Right. Trump That's true. Is solid. <laughs> I, I have to, I have had lunch next to Trump. Like, I mean, I literally, like, there's not that many people that are going to be able to say that. I sat on a two-hour lunch with Trump in 20, 2021 in New Jersey. And I can tell you that the man has the energy of a 25, 30-year-old man. Yeah, he does. Right? He's so kind. He's so charming. He's so funny. He treats everybody with respect. He's so sharp. Um, and he's very honest, you know, even at that lunch, there was no cameras. There was no, uh, you know, he was not getting anything out of it. And he's like telling us, the people there, like, you know, I, I messed up with Bill Barr. You know, I wanted, actually, I wanted Pam Bondi to be my attorney general, but she wanted to stay in the in the private sector. I, w- I wish she would have been, to be honest with you. I think that would have been so much better. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to I stop you there and, re- and represent who you are. It's Linda Catalina, uh, MostlyPeacefulLatinas.com. Go check out their podcast. It's amazing. Go and check out uh, Wake Up With Linda on Instagram. Amazing yeah. feed there. Uh, what is it on TikTok? Um, also mostly peaceful Latinas on TikTok. Okay. So everybody should go check it out. Whatever your favorite platform is. Um, I, I want to get into what happened in, uh, with this Buffalo Bills player in a second, but let me just very quickly yeah. ask you this. Um, is DeSantis having trouble? Because uh, if you watch Twitter and, and it depends on who you're reading, because some say he's, uh, the Messiah. Some say right. his entire campaign is imploding. What do you know? Right. He is imploding. He has actually been polling. It's not just about the polls, because I know people are going to come back and say, well, this poll is by the Trump campaign or not. There's a few factors as to um, really what I like to call a career suicide by Ron DeSantis. The first thing is that a lot of people were hoping that the attacks by Trump were in vain, right? Even Trump supporters were like, why are you attacking him? He's not even running. Well, he is running. 
And so now you see that Trump was right in attacking him before that. Now he has absolutely no charisma and he cannot connect with voters. I've also met Governor DeSantis at a private meeting. Um, no cameras, just a few of us. And he has no riz, you know, for the younger generation, <laughs> charisma, charisma. So he has no charisma. Right. He's an attractive man. You know, he's a, he's, it's, it's not that he's a bad politician either, but he's just not great. The amplification of DeSantis has come through right-wing media, influencers, right. Twitter really hyping him up. So the more people meet DeSantis as he's going to Iowa, as he's going to uh, Arizona, to different states, people are meeting him and they're like, there's nothing really to this man. He can't connect. He's very awkward. Um, some even say he has autism and I don't say this to offend anybody. I'm right. not trying to be, like, you know, mean or anything. Some people say that, um, based on his personality, it's just, it's just really strange. So now it's like, okay, well, you don't have these characteristics, right? We may hate Barack Obama, but we all know that Obama connected with people. All sorts of charisma. <laughs> yeah. He was a great speaker. Yeah. He had charisma, people really liked him. So we don't have that with Ron DeSantis. Now, let's talk about policy. All he's talking about is woke. Woke, woke, woke. There's no other vocabulary. I mean, this man doesn't have anything else in his vocabulary. It's literally, um, uh, you know, I stopped the drag queen here, I stopped this, I stopped that. There's no economic... Right, he's like a one-trick, you know, candidate. Nobody nobody wants that. What will he do economically? We know that Trump lowered taxes, lower regulations, lower gas prices, made us energy independent. We can, you and I can name for the next two hours everything that Trump did well um, outside of woke and all this other stuff. So why do you think DeSantis is staying to that? Is he getting bad advice? Does he not have an economic plan? What do you think? Well, I think he is getting bad advice, for one. Um, also the media surrogates and people that he's hired are very nasty individuals who are just making him look worse and worse on social media, particularly as you've seen on Twitter. Um, I think that they over, they overhyped, uh, his campaign, mostly on social, not expecting, um, what would happen when he met voters. Okay. In terms of the economic agenda, he has nothing. Florida now is the capital of inflation. A new article came out today. Um, I can tell you that I'm in Miami, and I understand that it's not his fault. I won't blame this on him. My rent went up by $1,000. Oh, wow. You know, my rent, uh, I don't know if it's going to go up again. I may be forced to leave my apartment in a very nice area because of what's happening. There's no inventory. So there's no inventory and they're also supply and demand. You have all these people from New York coming here and saying, oh, my God, you know, an, an Ocean View apartment for $3,000. Right. So they're pricing the rest of us out before we were able to say, well, we're only paying $2,000 for Ocean View. Now we got to pay 5000 You know, the same thing's happening here in Texas. And you're right. I mean, what can the governor do? It's a very attractive place to be. But he, right. should, he should at least be addressing it. He's not. He's not. And then there's the insurance crisis, which I don't know if you know about that. And it's a very, uh, it's, I don't know why they're not talking more about it, but basically, um, there's the, he bailed out big insurance, I think, or he made a deal with big insurance. So now homeowners insurance is almost doubled in Florida. So if you want to buy a house or if you're a house owner, you're going to be screwed in home insurance. Car insurance has increased, uh, life insurance, health insurance, almost every single insurance that you can think of has increased in Florida more than any other state in the nation. And it all has to do with the legislature. They didn't do anything to sub the, to help the insurance crisis right now, this last legislative, legislative session. Instead, they focus on other stuff, which was ridiculous, right. you know? Um, so 
I don't know how he's going to be able to savage his economic agenda because he has none. He can sit here and say, we're going to cut taxes. We're going to do this. Well, dude, we're living under your state and we're literally going broke. <laughs> like, right. you know, what are we supposed to do? Well, it, well, it, it, I'm, I'm glad you came on and filled us in on that because it wasn't clear yeah. on social media what the issue was other than people were saying he's imploding and I didn't get it. I don't live in Florida anymore. My mother does, my sisters do, and I go okay. there often, but I didn't know exactly what's going on. It's uh, Linda Catalina, Mostly Peaceful Latinas podcast, and go follow her. Wake up with Linda. Linda, I'm, I have 30 seconds, and I, and I mean this, but uh, the Buffalo Bills player was going to do this tournament. It was canceled because the sponsors pulled out. It was at, uh, it was at Trump Doral. Somebody else stepped up. Who saved the day? Public Square. Michael Seifert's been on the show. I, I love Public Square. PublicSQ.com is what it is. Um, yeah. what, what did they do? They said, forget it. We want it to continue. And it's for charity, right? Right. It was for charity. Obviously, they, the, I guess every single sponsor pulled out. And so then Michael reached out to the, uh, the, the NFL player and he they picked up the entire tab. I don't know how much that was uh, for a sponsorship. Um, and if you don't have Public Square, you should definitely download Public Square you have a small business, you can put your business there. My jewelry store is on Public Square. Nice. We're building the parallel economy. Uh, we we, we got to take action against the liberals who basically own everything. Well, I, I, I love that you got that in there. Go to publicsquare.com and go and do that. Linda, thanks a million. Come on more often. We haven't seen you in a while, okay? Of course. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. Okay. This is the Joe Pag Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. That Linda came on. You can go wake up with Linda over on um, Instagram. She's a pop culture. What's happening, Polo? So I don't know if you can call this good news, but there have been a few sightings of Jamie Foxx out in public. Um, so I'm assuming things are getting better for him health-wise. But I saw the where he was on a boat and he sort of waved one hand, didn't move the other hand. It didn't look, you know, it was him. Yeah. And it didn't say a whole lot of animation. I hope that he's getting better. I hope that he's on the road to recovery. That's Polo. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.